Raimi left Cheyenne in a hailstorm, tramping up the on-ramp to Interstate 25, right past the no-hitchhiking sign, his thumb in the air. A raging purple sky hurled hailstones and forks of lightning at him, but the boy pulled his hat down and kept on walking, a driving guitar rhythm from the off-brand MP3 player in his pocket filled his head. The thunder of Audio Slave matched the wrathful weather and infused him with energy and purpose, propelling his feet forward, lifting his thumb even as it lifted his heart. Hitchhiking was like knocking at a door. It felt hopeful, like a question, going my way, somehow more potent than lifting the middle finger, a digit he was more familiar with using. Fuck you had become a feeble cliché, a cheap shot in the dark. Just as suddenly as it had come on, the storm was over, leaving the air scrubbed clean, smelling of wet dirt and sage. The sun reappeared like nothing had happened, and a southbound semi roared by, throwing a rainbow of slush from its wheels. Raimi shivered, his wet shirt clinging to his back. Tumbleweeds skipped across the highway, piling up against a barbed wire fence. A shredded Walmart bag caught on a roadside thistle. How I feel, he thought. Hailstones melting, crunching underfoot. His new shoes burned blisters on his feet with every step. Blue skies now, and fresh washed chicory. To the west, the Medicine Bow Mountains were stark cutouts on the horizon, but Raimi was headed south. Redfeather. Had he been in Denver all along? Then again, the name could be a coincidence. Didn't matter. School was out, and Cheyenne had become too small to contain him. Though he had often imagined his exodus, when it came right down to it, Raimi had left on a whim. So many times he had searched for Redfeather on the library's computer. Redfeather. Raymond Redfeather. His own name. But it wasn't himself he was looking for. This time he had come up with a lead, just a hundred miles south in Denver, Colorado, a place he had never been. That had been the clincher. Raimi had stuffed a change of clothes in his pack, scribbled a few words to his mother on the back of a past due notice, grabbed a fistful of bills from her tip jar, and lit out for the highway. His recklessness warmed and expanded him. Cornell's voice and Morello's guitar riffs drove him, encouraged him, comforted him, gave rhythm to his step, and filled his skull with sound. Inside his head, still largely unexplored, he spun through the universe like some unnamed comet, a meteorite, or an asteroid yet to be discovered. A car passed him. The brake lights flashed red, a squeal of tires and a spray of gravel as it veered to a stop on the shoulder of the highway, fifty yards ahead. It was a big land yacht, an old Cadillac Eldorado, The rear chrome bumper and the Maryland antique license plate splattered with mud. Who sees Maryland license plates out here? Even though there was an Air Force base in Cheyenne with airmen and officers from all over the country, Raimi couldn't recall ever seeing Maryland tags on a vehicle. And where is Maryland anyhow? Somewhere between Rhode Island and Virginia? Or maybe next to Ohio? He remembered the puzzle his mother had gotten him from the thrift store years ago. It had been missing a state. He was pretty sure it was Maryland that had been lost. How weird that he should catch a ride in this collector's car. A rich old man's car. A ride from the past. 
a cream-colored Cadillac covered with mud and road tar. His breath came in gulps. He tried to gain control of it as he slouched his way toward the vehicle, like he was in no particular rush. He almost changed his mind, but something drove him on. Approaching the car, he reached into his pocket and silenced the music.